and salutations. My name is Stunning Ajanga and you are listening to Toto on Podcast, the only show that gives a voice to children across the globe. Now we have an interesting episode lined up just for you, so please do stick around to the end. Intersexes. Chances are none of us have ever seen nor interacted with any of them. Many view them as societal freaks and social misfits. But how does it affect them and their families, more so if the individual is only but a child? Now, intersex is a general term used for a variety of situations in which a person is born with reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't fit into the boxes of male or female. This is the story of Kin Kagai, an intersex child born into a family of two parents and two siblings. Mr. and Mrs. Kagai have been on a tough medical journey ever since their son was born. Hospitals in India and Kenya couldn't manage his condition and he had to be flown to Boston Children's Hospital in the United States. Keen required a sum total of 10 million shillings to undergo a series of procedures including a microsurgery to sort the overtestes and his urethra. Now this was done in order to prevent the risk of kidney failure and ultimately cancer. Now this is the story of King Kagai. About 20 weeks into the pregnancy, Nyambura went to do an ultrasound at a clinic to find out the sex of the second born child. Minutes after, she calls her husband to share the news that they are expecting a baby boy. How happy the family was. And when Nyambura's time came to deliver, everything went well. Except that when she was told there is something odd about her son's genitalia, but it is nothing to worry about. And that was the beginning of Keen's medical journey. I'm Peter Mainge, uh, the father of three children. Uh, one, we say first one is a girl, second intersex child, and then the last born is a boy. Yeah. I have a wrong journey. For the last nine years, since my second born child was born, it's a long story that have changed my life. And it takes a lot of courage for me to speak what I'm speaking or what I'm saying today. <laughs> I remember when I was pregnant with him, I was very happy. After discussing with my husband, I went to the clinic to be scanned and I later texted him confirming the baby is a boy. So we were excited and you know in our culture, you, when you have a boy, you know you are bold and you are man and all that. When I went to deliver him, 
It was my aide that noticed the child wasn't fine and advised me to start visits to the clinic. I, I however, wasn't worried for he told me it wasn't a complicated issue for even if he will have to go for surgery, it will be minor. We didn't know which was to come ahead of us. In fact, it is my wife who asked the doctors. I find that the private part are ambiguous. Kufatili a clinic ile hospital ili nchifungulia, tukaona to transfer to the national hospital. We transferred from the clinic I frequented to a national hospital where they did their best and helped us a lot. They said my child have what we call undecided testes. So we were to go for a surgery and uh, I was happy, still hoping my child would be undecided would be sorted and all would be well. Until when my wife came out of theater. Our child was not touched. In fact, no something except uh, maybe a few things you could see the marks. And then I remember I was called in the afternoon to our national hospital and I was a bit scared because you knew I knew by then my child was in theater. When I went, I found my wife had already fainted. And one, uh, because I think that one of the doctors did not communicate well in terms of our status of our child. I mean, strange things. Your child cannot maybe give birth and, and many other things. So she fainted. But by then when I arrived, there was a social worker. I will never forget this woman who called us and explained doctors have found something very strange of our child. This is when, and I remember as a man, I felt down because the result came and they were saying my child has an, uh, an ovary and testes conjoined together, which is an ovotestis. And on the left side, there is an ovary with hanging fallopian. And they put a name there, which even today I don't want to mention it, because they say that our child is, a, is hermaphrodite. But then doctors also said we need, by then you see, you see they had already gone for the first surgery. So the second time they said we need to do a further test for your child to know what they, what they, where it is. So we need to do what we call karyotype. The shocker was the figure that I was to spend by then, over 70,000. And Makua was also told it cannot be done in Kenya. So we either go to Germany or South Africa. And that's when the, the, the shock and the cost started scaring me. So, but since then I was financially stable, we, we did all the tests. Shockingly, when now the result came, my wife went to take the result from South Africa. What they said, our child is also hermaphrodite. And the shocking things that today I don't like to remember that. They said our child is XX46. Meaning, for those who know science, it's not boy, we know it's XY. So my child... The way we, and you know the name is a boy, you are bringing him as a boy. It's an XX46, which means our child is even a girl. You have been listening to part one of the story of Kim Kagai, and you have been a lovely audience. Join us next week, same time, same place, as we finish up on part two of this very interesting story. This is Toto on Podcast, the only platform that makes children visible.
And until next time, stay safe, stay informed, and be educated.